Hi, good morning. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. Welcome to King Worldwide. Hello, everybody. Oh, you paused. That was nice. A nice change. Yeah. We have that's a great... What, that's what you told me to do. No, I said that I have to pause. Okay, so anyway, we do the same thing every day. Hi, hi, everybody. All right, today is a great broadcast. Act like you own it. That is the secret of how to do this victory. Until it's deep in our heart and comes out automatically, you act like it. Not not by faith, but by the Word of God. So go ahead, Dad. Or unless you want me to read the first scripture. No, no. Oh. We'll, we'll we'll wait a second. Is that uh, let's let's kind of set the stage a little bit. You know, when we came up uh, with this particular title just this morning, when I was making <clears throat> my final review uh, of our outline, it came up with the as far as another phrase, "rise up." Ooh. And and I really like that. So that's why that uh, we'll probably leave. Uh, Act like we, uh, you own it, as the title. But rise up, rise up, take your rise place. up, rise up, and, and the reason for that is that we, we, hey, we, we need to get to the point where that we're acting like we own the earth. Why is that? Because we, we do. do. We do. After today's broadcast, we don't want anyone to have a smidgen of doubt. <laughs> about us creating and controlling our future. As the Lord directs. We create our future as the Lord directs, and we'll say it in a minute, and we control our future by the power and authority already given to us. So listen to this first scripture, and then uh, and then we're going to give you three more scriptures after that that documents that we own the earth, and from that point on, boom, there should never be a question again. 2 Corinthians 13, 1, and this is from the New Living Translation. This is the third time I am coming to visit you. As the scriptures say, the facts of every case must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. So two or three witnesses, and what we're going to do, we're going to give you three mm -hmm. so that uh, there will be no doubt whatsoever. So here's the first one that's from Psalms. Psalms 115, 16, <clears throat> New King James Version. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. The earth he has given to the children of men. The earth he has given to all of us. Go. Psalms 8, 6, the New Living Translation. Jesus, you gave them, God, charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. And one other, one other translation says dominion, that we have dominion. Number which, three. Which, okay, yes. Okay, Hebrews 2.8. This is from the CEV, Contemporary English Version. And you have put everything under our power. God has put everything under our power and has not left anything out of our power. And in the past, I'm going to add, but we still don't see it all under our control because that's our job. We're supposed to bring the blessing to the entire world, earth. And in another, another translation, <laughs> it says that... Uh, it is God's intention that mankind rules the earth. Mankind rules, Amen. The earth, rules the earth. That's like five witnesses there. Okay, so therefore, we create our future with what? We create it with our words. And we control our future with our God-given authority and power. We must be extraordinarily careful about what words we say. I know a lot of people don't pay a whole lot of attention to this. Not me. <laughs> no, not me either because uh, in most cases, well, in a lot of cases, 
natural words that we speak, that we hear everybody else speak, is full of doubt and unbelief. And, and I'll explain uh, right now, is that our words activate either demonic spirits or God's ministering angels. All right, let's explain that. Picture, picture that, that right in front of your mouth, like I'm doing with my left hand here, right in front of your mouth are spirits. They're waiting to hear, and this is actually what happens. They're waiting to hear what we say. To go forth and do it. Well, right. They're, they're going to they're, they're they're roll with it. So if we say something against God's word or ungodly or with doubt and unbelief, that activates the demonic spirits and puts them in motion in order to carry out their mission, which is to steal, to kill, and destroy. Don't, don't window wash this. Don't, I mean. Don't breeze over it. It's the no, deal. It's, it's the real deal. It's what happens. And, and most people don't emphasize it that clearly. Now, let's say on the other side, when we speak words that are in line with God's word, that are godly, that activates God's ministering spirits in accordance with Hebrews 1.14. It says that that's exactly what takes place is that the ministering spirits are there in order to go ahead and, to, if you will, go to work for us. People might say, well, I haven't seen that happen. Well, <clears throat> with all sincerity, we don't, we won't see it happen unless our words are clear and we only speak God's word. That's when we see the power of God at hand. I didn't know this. It was from the Lord training me over a couple years. And then he said, speak something. And it happened right in front of my eyes. It's because I capped contamination, stopped speaking yep. of the natural, only speak even if I bump my toe, glory to God. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense in the natural. And then now everything is glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Then when it's time to enforce power and authority with my mouth from the Holy Spirit telling me, it happens immediately. And there's nothing that's like that in the world, except that's how Jesus lived. It's but so say, powerful. But see, you, you, can't, you can't just speak God's word occasionally. Right. It's got to be a, a habit. It's got to be habitual or it's got to have some power to it. It's because, not our plans and no. our desires. It's what is in the word of God. Jesus never said, oh, okay, I'm going to go raise Lazarus in four days. He didn't say anything like that. He, when he talked, it was power, right? Right. He, he had the power within him, and he's already, and you'll see in a little bit, he's already transferred it to us. Mm -hmm. So we have the same power. Is that what Jesus did when he was on the earth? Yes. And we don't need to kid ourselves. I, I mean, I'm kind of fired up about this topic simply, so glad. simply <laughs> because that I think, and me for a long, long time, is that we kind of speak what everybody else wants to speak. We kind of say what is uh, diplomatic or, or what is politically kind of correct. politically correct. We, we try to do that, and most of that junk is doubt and unbelief. And then we, then we get upset with God when we really get focused in. We get upset with him not answering our prayers. Well, he's probably saying, well, Roy, go back to the last week or the last month or whatever. Check what, your mouth. What words came out of your mouth? And, and a lot of times we're deceived and think, we used to be deceived thinking, oh, I didn't say that. We'll get a tape recorder then yeah. or something to dictate because 
in the past we weren't aware. I can tell when I'm around someone, but I couldn't, I mean, the Lord changed us. So I, it was life transforming when you really catch what you're saying. And if you're communicating with people, let's say, let's say about a sickness or something. If you're communicating with people, then they say, well, how's Susie Q doing? And you say, well, the, the fact is, let's say she broke her arm. The fact is, is that her arm is in the cast. Yeah. But the truth is, is that she's had, uh, Totally She's restored. had divine health restored to her body. Oh, and you picked the scripture that you... And that's Jeremiah 30, 17. If yes, you and it. 1 Peter 2, 24, Isaiah 53, 5. But see, that's how that's how you can communicate with people if, if you want to be kind of, uh, let's say, natural. That's And I understand that. That's how you communicate with people, but at the same time, you get the truth out there, and you what you do is that you send forth those ministering spirits in order for Susie Q or whomever, in, in order for those ministering spirits to bring the manifestation of the, uh, the health to and that person. And if you've heard this word and you're an adult and have been a Christian for a couple of years at least, the Lord can only cover that, your mouth and your wrong words for so long. So if you're talking about Susie Q's broken arm, oh, how did she do that? Why did she do that? Why is this happening? This is so hard. This is such a tragedy, blah, blah, blah. And then you're trying to speak, oh, God's restored her. Sadly, you're going to see a long time. God can overpower for the patient, Susie Q, if she has her words right. But if you're the mother, father, sister, brother, and you're speaking junk, it's Susie, very Susie sad. Susie Q is going to have junk. And, uh, and you think you're being cool as far as going ahead and, and speaking to people as far as the natural way, but let me just tell no, you. No, you're not thinking you're cool. You're afraid. Well, you're afraid. We you're, talk you're, you're because we're afraid in the past. You're cool in the sense is that you want to communicate and you don't want to alienate people. So therefore, what you're doing is that you're, you're speaking natural. and It's self, 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 and it's selfishness. We've all done it. Satan is the god of this world. He leads with pride and self. And we can't walk in prosperity healing, peace, love, and still be leading with self. So it's a it, we're talking to ourselves as well. Don't oh, think sure. that we're, we're not on a pedestal. You. We're, we're just, we're just fired up because yeah. we learned this and it changed our lives. Okay, we need to start acting like we have the authority and power yeah. instead of the devil and his minions inflicting havoc in our lives. Yes, we're going to have challenges. But we are not at the mercy of the devil. And this is the point that, that we want to make today. We're not at the mercy of the devil in regard to sickness, in, re, in regard to poverty, in regard Anything. to deliverance, whatever. So we need to boldly cast these foul, unclean spirits out in the name of Jesus. And, and now, as I said earlier, if Jesus can cast out devils, so can we. Why is that? Because we have the same authority and power that Jesus had when he was on the earth. You can reference Luke 4.18 as well. And you can hear two scriptures, remember two or three witnesses, here are two scriptures that's going to document that. John 12.31, um, the Aramaic Bible in plain English. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world is hurled outside. So that basically Jesus was saying as he's raised from the dead, 
the devil is done with his power. Right. Next is Matthew 28, 18, which we say a lot. This is from the English Standard Version. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, it's in verse 19, you go right. and do the same. All right, All right. Not Hugo, but you go. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. And uh, so we've got the authority and power. And if we want to have, we want to live a righteous life, then what we have to do is that we have to in, in, enforce it. Here's an example. If, if you have children or if you have friends, and everybody's got friends, if it's just yourself, is that then, then therefore if a rattlesnake comes in and, and is around uh, your loved ones, or if a, uh, if a dirty, muddy pig came in the back door into your house, how would you handle it? Would you say, all right, shoo, shoo, okay, pig. Okay, let's get out. No. A rattlesnake, you, you, might, you might get a broom and try, try to just move him away. No, you wouldn't do that. You, you would go not to plan B, but you'd go to plan D, and that's demand. <laughs> yes. Demand for him to leave in the name of Jesus. And if you had to get a bat to the pig, I'd get a bat to the pig. I don't know what you'd get, but if you want the pig out, you've got not pig out like eat. If you want, if you want the, the pig out of the house, then therefore what you have to do is that... Take authority over it. You've got to take authority over this it. This business of just letting things go is not what God told us to do. And, and we do, it's the same way with the devil. It, it, you picture as far as a pig come, comes in your house like that, is that you're going to do something vicious, bold, in order to get him out. Well, the same way with the devil. He's here to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't kid yourself. I think something that, go ahead. And, and that's what, that's his mission. And so we've got to become bolder and more adamant as far as just driving him out of our lives and our loved ones. And letting the Holy Spirit tell us what that foul spirit is. Is it a spirit yeah. of deception? <clears throat> is it a spirit of um, inconsistency? Is it a spirit of confusion? I have found that rather than just say, Satan, get out, I call, I learned this from Brother Jesse, he called out lust. He called out the right. spirit of deception. C call out the whatever, like um, the unforgiveness. Speci the specifics. The specifics. Like when I was talking to someone during the job and I had a mean thought, I said, you know what, excuse me, forgive me. There was a thought that crossed through my mind. It was not godly. I repent. You might say, that is crazy. Yes, but I'm free. Right. And that, you put the devil you, you shame the devil. I don't care what other people think. That's their issue. We are free in Jesus. If I make a mistake, I ask for forgiveness. But I intend on calling out the liar, not people. It's the liar right, sure. in me or that was trying to work in my mind or in a situation. And it's so much more powerful than say, not, it's not cutting down anything we said. No. It's rather than be specific, rather than say, Satan, get out. Right. You spirit of addiction. You spirit of deception. You spirit of bondage. Get out in the name of Jesus. Right. Right. It, it, it has to come from within and understand what we're doing. Okay, in closing, let us emphatically state that our life will significantly change mm -hmm. when we understand and enforce our authority and power that God has given us. Mm -hmm. And when we enforce it, our authority and power, we win and Satan is kept under our feet, which is where he is supposed to stay. So we create our future with the right words. We control our future 
with enforcing the authority and power that God gave us. Yes. And we've given you the scripture documentation for these particularly authority and power. Now it's up to us to go and enforce it and for us to win. As we are in the word every day. It doesn't do any good to enforce any of this right. if we don't have a fellowship with Jesus, a relationship, and in the word every day, number one priority. Rise up. Glory to God. Thank you. <laughs> See y'all soon.